Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Last week, I talked about the integrity of Job. I am going to review some of the highlights from last week because I want you to know what Job went through and that his integrity did not waver. The Bible says that Job was perfect, upright, feared God, and eschewed evil. Job was rich and was known as the greatest man of the East. Job was very well off. He had a wife, seven sons, three daughters, plenty of men servants, maid servants, 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 female donkeys. God asked Satan, has he considered his servant Job? And Satan realized that God had a hedge protecting Job. So Satan told God, he said, if you would remove the hedge, that Job will curse you to your face. Satan, as a result, he caused the Sabians to slain Job's servants, a fire to be burned to his sheep. The Chadians carried away his camels and a strong wind or tornado destroyed his children. Satan thought by taking away all of Job's possessions, and killing his children, that he would curse God. But Job did not. Satan later returned back to God and asked him, could he afflict Job's body? Because he knew, or at least he thought, Job would curse God then. God told um, Satan, behold, he is in your hand, but spare his life. Satan left the presence of God and smoked Job's entire body with boils. Then Job's wife said to him, do you still retain your integrity? Curse God and die. Job responded, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sin with his lips. Later, he had three friends to come to encourage him because they had heard about all this evil that came upon him. Instead of encouraging Job, they gave explanations why he should be punished for his sins. They urged him to repent and they blamed him for all the afflictions because they assumed that God's judgment was taking place in his life. And Job said, as the Lord lived, who hath taken away my judgment and the Almighty? Who hath vexed my soul? All the while my breath is in me and the Spirit of God is in my nostrils. My lips shall not speak wickedness, nor my tongue utter deceit. God forbid that I should justify you. Till I die, I will not remove my integrity from me. So here Job he kept his integrity. He said some things that might have been off, but he overall, he kept his integrity toward God. And God answered Job and let him know that he was the creator of the world and was omnipotent. 
Now, Joe responded by saying, I know that you can do everything and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You ask, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand. These things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said, I will question you and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore, I abhorred myself and repent in dust and ashes. So Job, he prayed and repented to God. Now Job prayed for his friends and God turned away the captivity of Job. He made him completely whole and gave him twice as much as he had before. So the Lord blessed that latter end of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, a thousand yoke of oxen, a thousand she asses. He had also seven sons and three daughters. Job lived an additional 140 years. He saw four generations. He died being old and full of days. Today, I want to continue along that same subject of integrity. I want to pose this question to you. Do you have integrity? Do you have integrity? We're going to talk about that today. Overall, including myself, do we have integrity? I will cover three points. One, our integrity to God. Two, our integrity to ourselves. And three, our integrity toward others. Let us define integrity. According to dictionary.com, integrity is adherence to moral and ethical principles, soundness of moral character, honesty, the state of being whole, entire, or undiminished, a sound and unimpaired or perfect condition. From the Bible, we will observe some people that did and some people that did not keep their integrity to God, to themselves, or to others. So let's look at our integrity to God. Now, Job held on to his integrity to God, no matter what the devil brought his way. In spite of his possessions being taken away or destroyed, the death of his children and sickness in his body, he remained faithful to God. Unlike the children of Israel, after they left Egypt and crossed the Red Sea and entered into the wilderness under the direction of Moses, they continued to forsake their integrity towards God by serving idols when they didn't go their way. They end up serving idols. They totally, completely, oftentimes, just went their own way doing their own thing and God delivered them time after time and they forsaken him and they lived according to their own ways. Now let's look at integrity to ourselves. Now many of you are familiar with Joseph. He was second in command in the palace of Pharaoh. When Pharaoh's daughters, I mean when Pharaoh's wife tried to coerce 
uh, Joseph and having sex with her, Joseph, being a man of integrity, chose to flee from the situation. And as a result, he was framed and sent to prison. Now, in contrast, we're going to look at one of Jesus' disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was one of Jesus' uh, disciples and treasurer. He forsook his integrity to the Lord and sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. Now, Judas could not handle his betrayal to Jesus, so he ended up taking his own life. Now, in looking at this, we're going to look at integrity to others. Queen Esther, the wife of King Hazarus, kept her allegiance to God no matter if it cost her her life. She called a three-day fast for the Jews in hope to change the heart of the king. Afterwards, after the three-day fast, the king's heart was changed and he decided not to kill the Jews. Esther's integrity saved all of the Jews in the Persian Empire. In opposition to Esther, we're going to look at another person who didn't keep his integrity toward others. And this is Laban. Laban was Rebekah's brother, Isaac's cousin, and later Jacob's uncle and father-in-law. Now Laban lied to Jacob regarding Mary and his daughter, Rachel. Jacob was promised after seven years of working for his uncle that he could marry Rachel. Well, Laban changed his wages 10 times and after 20 years of service for Laban's two daughters and cattle, Jacob was able to marry Rachel. But Laban's lack of integrity affected many people for years. So I'm going to ask you the questions. Do you have integrity? Where does your integrity stand? Are you going to keep your integrity in God? Are we going to keep our integrity to God no matter what the devil brings our way? Or are we going to serve idols and false gods like the children of Israel when times get difficult? I choose to serve God. How about you? Where is your integrity concerning yourself? Do you allow your sexual passions to overtake you? Or do you stand faithful to God like Joseph did in the midst of temptation? Do you allow the love of money or greed to seduce you and overtake you like Judas? Or do you serve God rather than money? How about your integrity when it comes to others? Are you concerned about yourself? Or are you concerned about others like Esther? Esther saved a whole nation because of the, her love for God and her people. Can people count on your word? Or do you change things or lie to accommodate your own selfish desires like Laman? Is your nay-nay and your yay-yay? Are you a man or woman of integrity? It is important that we are people of integrity. Let us live a lifestyle of integrity towards God, towards ourselves, and towards others. 
If there is someone listening that has not made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life, then it is difficult for you to walk in this type of integrity, this integrity of God, because you do not know him. In order to know God, the Father, you have to come through Jesus Christ. Before I pray the prayer regarding integrity, I want to pray with those who want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want to pray the prayer of salvation with you. All you have to do is repeat after me, because first of all, God loves you so much that when you were an enemy to him, he gave his only begotten son to die for your sins. So if you want to receive Jesus into your life, please repeat this prayer after me. Dear God, I repent of all my sins and I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Thank you for forgiving me. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I believe in my heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. It's just that simple. Heaven is rejoicing because you are now part of God's family. Now let us pray regarding integrity. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for Job's integrity toward you. Help us to keep our integrity toward you no matter what comes our way. We know you are not testing us with evil. This is the tactic of Satan, not yours. Help us to trust you in the midst of good times and in the midst of bad times. Help us to know that our integrity is in you will always produce blessings that will always outweigh any afflictions we might be dealing with. Also, help us to be people of our word. Moreover, help us to live as Christ and to show forth our integrity to everyone we come in contact with in your holy son jesus name amen remember it's not about me it's not about you it's about him jesus i trust you are blessed by this broadcast i would like to hear from you you can send your praise report or your prayer request to it's about him ministries at gmail.com you can follow me on facebook instagram or twitter if you would like to partner with this ministry you can send your contributions to it's about him ministries at gmail.com by way of paypal venmo or cash app Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been coming to look at you, but it's about Jesus.